What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to What's Burning. Uh, Before we get started, we want to send our condolences and love out to our brother, Stephen Jackson, who unfortunately lost a younger brother um, last week. Um... So we, Donnie, mm-hmm. we're sending love out to the family, and um, we're here for you. Hope to see you soon. Man, and rest in peace. Uh, Snap Marley, man. We're going to miss you, bro. Condolences yeah. out to his kids and his wife. Um, I'm here with my brewing brother, Jelani McCoy, filling in. I appreciate you. Always. Uh, man, let's get to it. Let's get to these Minnesota Timberwolves. Had very high expectations um, coming into this season. Uh, thus far, sitting at two games under 500, mm-hmm. the energy is visibly off without even really knowing what's going on over there. What have you seen from that team? 
Exactly what you said. Uh, not a lot of energy. I know they've got a couple new pieces. I don't know if they made a mistake moving Cat to the four full time, but that was part of the plan. Rudy can't play the four or the three. Mm -mm. I think Rudy's doing what Rudy does, holding up the paint, uh, rebounding defensively and offensively and scoring when he can. It's not like he's averaging like eight. He's still averaging like 13, so mm -hmm. he's doing something when he catch the ball. But I just don't like uh, I don't like where, where the space that Ant Man is in. I don't like the weird conundrum between Cat and Ant. And I don't know D'Lo doesn't do well with a bunch of distractions. You know, mm -hmm. he's just kind of like a KD guy who likes to hoop. Mm -hmm. And I think I see this being a, a issue. I mean, I know the trade happened. They seem like they're winning on the all in win now fashion. But can we really consider them a, a, a win now team after that move? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously still early in the season, but I mean, what I see again without being in or necessarily following them too much is there's definitely friction between Ant and Cat. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, we spoke about it on other shows. I thought it was kind of corny how Cat came out and was talking about what that man eats and all mm -hmm. and all this other shit uh, that has nothing to do with basketball. I feel like there's, you know, Minnesota has it's been Cat's team for, you know, however many years he's been in the league. And he's, you know, he's been an all-star, but they just haven't got over that hump. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the organization uh, feels like, you know, Ant is that guy. Now, I know Ant feels like he's that guy. Mm -hmm. So I think there's kind of a changing of the guards over there. Mm -hmm. And that little, you know, that sucker shit he said about what he's eating and that kind of, to me, that was just kind of like he a, like a he, sneaky jab he, at him. he hasn't always been the most yeah. physically imposing yeah, so, guy through his but career. But I just think it's just more of kind of changing the guards. You know, it was yeah. Cat's team for however many long, you know, however long it's been, and they didn't really get over that hump. Uh, now they're handing the keys to, you know, a very talented uh, Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. And I think he is someone that could help, really help, you know, be a, a big part of, of leading this team in the right direction. But until you figure that internal shit out, the product on the court isn't going to be what it should be. So mm. whether they made the wrong trade or not, I just think they all got to get on the same page uh, and try to figure it out. Changes when you start making movies on Netflix <laughs> and you're off court. You know what I mean? He's a guy with personality. Yeah. He can hoop and he can make some money off the court. So yeah. like you said, he's been the king on the hill for a number of years now. Mm -hmm. Now it's, you know, now Changing it's the guard. Trip. Exactly. Changing to the guard. A surprise. Golden State has started 0-7 on the road, 6-1 and at home. Mm -hmm. uh, got a win last night against the Spurs. Uh, no Clay Thompson. Poole had a big game, biggest game of the season. What do you feel like this is? Is this a championship hangover? Is this a, a Draymond Poole residue still hanging on this team, or is it something else? I think that's interesting that it's 0 7 on the road because that speaks to the, the the youth on the team. That's when you know when you go on the road, especially on a championship team, when you're playing deep into the playoffs, you know how much the youth means on the road mm -hmm. when dudes aren't playing back to back. Kick Clay isn't playing back to back. What it looks like for the whole year is what it's sounding like. So they need to figure out their rotation on the bench. Some of those young guys, Kaminga, Wiseman. Even Poole, you know what I mean? they got to figure out something. He's got to be almost a veteran now, help those young guys figure out what they need to do to be uh, main cogs on the road because that's where they need them. Of course, they're 6-1 and one at home. They're at the crib. It's comfortable. They, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're sleeping in their own bed. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's comfortable, like you said. They're eating good. But, you know, on the road, the dog days in the season, especially as a championship team, to start it off at the beginning of the year, you really need your young guys dialed in. So it's on that staff and some of the players on that team to, you know, really figure out what's going to happen with that rotation as yeah. far as the young guy goes. I don't think this is any reason for panic. I think... 
Um, you know, I got a chance to talk to Steph before the Kings uh, Golden State game the other night. I and saw that, yeah. I mean, he said they're just trying to figure it out. And I think it's to everything you said. I think they're trying to see what these young guys have and what they are and, and how they can fit in situations and these rotations. Because obviously with Clay not playing back-to-backs, although Steph's playing on a whole other planet yeah, right yeah. now, he's getting older. Draymond is getting older. You can't ride these guys like you've ridden them in the past. So you have to see what this youth um, – can bring and plus guys like Jermichael Green and, and uh, you know DiVincenzo they got some older I like who they picked up I just think it's going to take time for all these guys to gel mixed with the younger players yeah. and that's always what's made Golden State you know so good is their strength you know coming from the bench so I don't really see this being a huge issue to be honest with you obviously it, it, the numbers are you know eye-opening right now but I think this will definitely balance itself out at some point and uh, I still feel like the road through the west will go through Golden State. I can't disagree with you. Moving east, Joel Embiid, Man. a historical game Sunday, 59, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks, had 42 on Saturday. Uh, all this with no James Harden. This is another team that's kind of underachieving right now. Mm -hmm. uh, they were one of my probably top three or four teams mm -hmm. in the east coming out. Harden has been down for a while. Who adapts or how is this going to – because, I mean, to me, what makes James Harden great is his ability to play with the ball, play with the ball, play with the ball. You make a mistake and either he hits a step back or he gets downhill mm -hmm. and finds his teammates. Mm -hmm. uh, and B just shows he needs to be fed no matter how you get it to him. Get that man the ball. And I think he showed that the other night. He's been showing that. So yeah. is this a fit that can be fixed with more time? Or is it kind of this is James Harden game and we already know what Embiid's game is and maybe it's just it's oil and water? If that's what it is, then James got to go. You know what I mean? At this point in career, I don't think James is the guy that's going to be putting up Herculean efforts like we've seen from Embiid back-to-back -back nights you know he's only continued to get better he's posting up shooting threes backing people down from the three-point line catching it in the shooting corner doing screening rolls and like as you saw like he's making some playmaking from the mm -hmm. post too so this is a pace and space game you know we always talk about a couple players Russ we talk about Russ has to change his game since he's not the most athletic player he needs to go demote himself to the bench or become a better shooter or do this that and the third I think the Jay the days of us watching uh, James and I used to love this shit too when he massaged the shit out that thing and hit a step back on you you know what I mean with two one people one of the best to ever do one it one of the best to do it but you know the way the game is being played now pace and space so much you know it's all pace and space there's just situations now, it's not even really pick and roll based anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's just more back cuts hit yeah. a guy ahead so where does that leave they have everything the Sixers have had everything at their disposal. Coaching, mm -hmm. great owner, willing to pay some bread, you know what I mean, make some moves. So they got to figure that out. But I do think it's time that we start looking at James. and Because Joel, that team is Joel and B's team. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a James Harden yeah. team. I think it's going to be Joel's team. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's Embiid's team. Uh, with Harden, their second slowest team pace-wise, on, only behind Dallas. With Harden, they're still, I think, the lower 20s as far as assists per game. So I just think the lack of ball movement. Yeah. Obviously, the game needs to go through James. And young fella. And Maxi. Come I on now. I really like Maxi's game. He's what guards you know look I mean? like. I really like Maxi's yeah. game. 
And I feel like James can be that perfect facilitator. I mean, I just think he's so accustomed to getting a handful of dribbles before he does anything. Mm-hmm. That's going to, uh, you know, naturally throw off, you know, the, the time, you know, Pop said, you know, a second and a half, get off that motherfucker. Yep. You know, if you don't have nothing in a second and a half, pass it. That's not necessarily James Harden. It's never really been his strength, but at the nope. same time, he still is a great playmaker. So I definitely think it's going to take, you know, him understanding what his new role is in, in, in his older age and, and, and adapting to that. I'm also hearing some rumors about Doc Rivers, man. What's yeah? I'm hearing some rumors about Doc Rivers. You know what I mean? So Doc been getting to get away. He, I, I don't want to call it. I want to call it getting away, but he does get to. He does get some mm. exceptions thrown his way that a couple <laughs> of other coaches don't seem to be getting. Yeah, so I'm yeah. also hearing some stuff about Doc Rivers. So this will be interesting to see. Obviously, you don't want to take anything away from you know Embiid's performance, mm-hmm. but this team is a 500 team with, and it has much better talent than a 500 record. Um, should be so it'll be interesting to see and look what they did to Ben what happened over there with Ben that he can't play basketball no more you know what I mean that was on Doc and the Sixers watch so yeah. be interesting that's, that's another interesting guy out yeah. east um, staying in the east the Hawks are now 9-5 and five, currently with right. two wins over the Bucks DeJounte Murray Trey Young seem to be working well um, have you been impressed with this team and in, in, in more particular this backcourt uh, this far in this young season, yeah, I'm yep. not going front. What I, what I, real quick, yeah, I saw them too this summer in the crossover. I saw the dynamic that they had. I thought they were going to have trouble because they're two. They're not real big guys, but the the, the speed and those two dudes play hard. Trey Young yeah, plays hard. Absolutely. I saw that in the crossover. I had never seen him play in person, mm-hmm. but that dude plays like hard, hard. He getting that shit off like he's doing that with like speed. and mm-hmm. It's not just like on some cool shit. And DeJounte is just an animal. His energy, his skill set. Um, I know the uh, I know the, uh, the young fellow who was out there with him, John Collins. Mm-hmm. I think he's been a big part of their development because he seems unfelt, unselfish mm-hmm. and willing to be the cool big man and let mm-hmm. them go up and shoot up all the balls and cause off better energy. But I like what they're doing. They got old school Nate McMillan as a coach. They low key got some type of playoff experience through the bubble bubbles in the last couple of years. So. I like this team. I like where they're at right now, but we know where Boston and, and Milwaukee said, but I like where Atlanta is currently sitting considering the problems in the middle and the end of the East. Yeah, they can be a scary a scary team because of those two guards. And obviously, mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of Collins. He's continued to expand his game. But yeah, Trangers out there, I just wanted to see. I had to see it work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, we saw in the summer league. Um, we've seen them individually. Um, but just to see them mesh and come together, uh, which I think is important. And I, it looks like, again, on the outside looking, it looks like they have a cool friendship and they yes. really mess with each other because yep. you can tell it's hard to get chemistry that fast mm-hmm. with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be able to see what they've done, I really like it. I don't know if they're a real contender. I don't know if they're possibly a player away uh, from being a real contender, mm-hmm. but this team is a, a, a scary team, a team that I could easily see making it to the second round. So mm-hmm. although very early, I definitely like what those two bring to, to the table together. And, and John Collins and, and you know, Nick McMillan's got these guys playing the right Clint way. Clint Capella going to yeah. do his double-double thing and block yeah. a couple of shots. They got I agree pieces. with you. Yeah, they, they got like pieces. one more veteran yeah. or one person away from really mm-hmm. making a good, you know, solid Being run. like, okay, like this is a yeah, championship or Eastern Conference yep. contender for yep. real. Boys are scoring like that. We haven't seen scoring in a long time. Mm-hmm. We got eight guys averaging at least 30 points a game. Uh, Luca, Embiid, Tatum, Mitchell, one of my favorite young players, SGA, mm-hmm. out there in Oklahoma City. The ageless one, Stefan, light skinned Curry, Giannis, 
and KD. The 1962 season, the last time there were six players averaging uh, at least 30. Damn. Uh, it hasn't been more than three since then. So what is up with the, the uptick in, in guys getting buckets? Is it bad defense? Is it the three ball? Is it just the new skill level? Like, what do you see? All of it. All of it. You can't touch guys on defense. Guys don't know how to play defense anymore. So you can go score in the mid-range because people just don't even have mentally thinking like the mid-range is a thing. So we got years of kids growing up ignoring the mid-range. You can go in the mid-range and get a couple buckets that'll push you, you know, beyond 30 without relying on shooting 12 threes a game. We talked about pace and space. Uh, the three-point is obviously a premium on, uh, on the three-point basketball field goal. And... Yeah, you got it. Nobody's calling anybody's bluff on defense like that, no doubt. There's, mm -hmm. there's like, what, Marcus Smart, Jimmy Butler. There's a only a guys. handful of guys who Pat we really Bev. consider Pat Bev, and he's having a, a, a different start to his year than what mm -hmm. he traditionally has. So it's just not a premium on defense. You can make a lot of money in this league if somebody want to be a defensive stopper you and just concentrate out. on yeah, that. You're going to stand out. But I only see the points going up. You know, because yeah, because uh, yeah, there's there's only gonna dudes are better free throw shooters, highly skilled. Yeah, they're getting fat to places one step earlier than they should, or you know they don't have to do a bunch of the stuff that even the new moves that we would use. So these dudes are super talented. They've come up with some. They placed a premium on scoring this yeah. AU generation. Mm -hmm. So they're they're gonna be probably seeing some of the best scoring we've ever seen. Over yeah, the next I mean this is what the NBA wanted. Yeah, more points, yep. more highlights. Uh, guys are out there getting buckets. I mean, to add on, obviously, the mid-range being a spot, but also the paint. The paint's not mm -hmm. closed no more. You know what I mean? Back when we played, there was big guys that if Steph no got cooking or Ja got cooking, there, you know, there was a no layup zone. Mm -hmm. I just, again, it's a different game. Yep. Not complaining about it. It just is what it is. So I agree. I, I like the scoring. I think it's only going to increase. I mean, again, it's just a new direction of the NBA. So shout out to everybody scoring, you know, these all eight guys averaging 30. Mm -hmm. I mean, each in their own individual ways have been very impressive this year. So shout out to the league for letting the bigs get skilled and get take a part of the scoring because it used to just your ass was stuck down on the pick and roll oh, yeah. or shooting jump hooks. Now you can go out there and express yourself a little bit and it's leading to the bigs not being. Remember, mm -hmm. everybody was like, the Back big dude's the about to disappear. They're yeah. not anymore. Now we got yeah. Embiid and Jokic. They're pretty yeah. much out on the floor. So yeah. shout out to the, the revolution of the league. Yeah, well, I mean, the revolution of the bigs, you got to. Yeah. You got to be able to be. You can't be a mm -mm. back to the, just a back-to-the-basket type guy. Mm -mm. It's weird. You can't be a back to the, like you can be more of a go bear than just a back to the basket. Like they would rather just you rebound, block shots, and, and play defense jumps, instead and of a lob. Yeah, a lob threat is a thing. And better, yeah, instead of being someone that just yeah. throw the ball down there too. So, but that's why I love when Embiid and Joker do it because yeah. no one can guard them down there. Not a chance. Giannis too. Giannis yeah. shows glimpses of it too. I like the way Giannis plays around the basket. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned?
Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Next up, Money Talk presented to you by Moneyline, the only money app you'll ever need. Lon, we're going to talk shoe deals right now. Uh, pretty much there's Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and then there's everybody else, but everyone else is still making good money. Mm-hmm. I think MJ is making about north of $200 million a year uh, from his, his shoe brand. Uh, then we have LeBron, KD, Steph, uh, Kyrie, who possibly lost his deal. And, and, and being someone who was around AAU, his shoe game Pop. is heavy in rotation. The colorways and everything, kids really love that. So hopefully this guy didn't lose his deal, but we're not sure where that stands. Uh, but also Zion, we got Zion, we got James Harden, we got Giannis, Dame, Clay Thompson, Jimmy, and Melo. Mm-hmm. Um we're scaling anyone from these top guys are making twenty to twenty-five million per year. The middle group of guys anywhere from eight to fourteen million dollars a year, and then the lower third are making anywhere from six to nine million dollars a year. So these guys are making real money mm-hmm. um, on these shoe deals. Uh, what are your thoughts about? It? I think there, there, there's never been more of an emphasis on just shoes at this time. Man. And again, I see it with the AAU wave. But uh, thoughts on this? I mean, we're here in the shoe wave. You know, you 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 stepped up your shoe game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we traditionally Vans wears. I'm in some Vans right now, but now now you're in Travis Scotts and Jordans. Like, we're in the shoe world. That money off the court means a lot to these these fellas. We watched K, uh, LeBron, KD, like you said, Steph get lifetime deals, like billion dollars deals mm-hmm. off of sneakers. Those dudes can park their NBA checks in the bank and not even really have to touch them. Mm-hmm. So you know, shoe game is is a big part of off-court money um i see a lot of the 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 great thing about the shoes to me right now is a like like Kyrie and they're they're doing numbers without tech like when we came up there was the air max bubble there was the zoom and all the different units in the bottom Mm -hmm. of the shit but now everything is less like simplified colorways kill colorways kill make it faster so that you know what i mean you can have 40 different colorways Mm -hmm. i know some of these guys that do more numbers in for instance clay um, probably even KD, they probably do more numbers in China than they do mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm around the AU uh, programs a lot, so I see a lot of Kyrie's. You're starting to see, you know, Giannis is you see him wearing Dane. Well, I think LeBron's 20s, he, he kind of woke up and got back. he got to the low cut mm-hmm. colorway ways Kobe that these kids are wearing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because LeBron's shoes have always been structured for his for his big, strong ass, fast body. Right. You know what I mean? But now he's kind of cut you know some of the bulkiness off his shoe and made it like everyone else's shoe you know what i mean like to me without you know, it's it's crazy but Kyrie and even paul george like those are probably the two facts shoes i see most, most. in the in, in the uh aau circuit i agree you know what i mean and then who are some guys you feel like uh coming down the pipe uh john morant a lamella yeah, ball yeah you know we talked about this last year that you know i think john morant's time is coming for a signature shoe and i think well, yeah, a spot is open. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, well, <laughs> sounds like a spot, spot is, is open, open for a guard you know I mean? shoe. So, but yeah. I mean, he's someone that they're gonna run with his stuff. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, we were just talking about this the other day on TV. Like this new Memphis Grizzlies is mm. where the NBA is going it's with dancing, energy, fun, selfies, interviews look like a big old rap group getting mm-hmm. interviewed. Like, they just have fun out Mixed there. Mixtape covers. Yeah, so and it's just like, you know, obviously some of them, oh, I don't like that, but I love it. I love their arrogance. I love just this new wave because, again, I, 
I'm still in touch with the younger kids. And mm-hmm. like so I tell you, like this new Memphis team is going to be the prototypical type of how franchise and how we see the NBA moving forward. Yep. You know, growing. Yep. So um, get I, used to it. I think you hit it. Uh, Jaw's going to be that guy. You know, but but. A lot of what a lot of the younger guys are going to have to realize, you know, Luca, Ja, you know what I mean? Some of these younger guys is the dirt that those dudes put in like overseas. Like you got to go do the China tour. Oh, yeah. You can be over there for a couple of weeks on the road, you know, promoting your shoes. You know, that's a way to expand your bag. You can't just think, you know what I mean? You're no. going to get the, the deal and not, you know, fulfill all your mm-hmm. obligations. Because if you do, if you do numbers, like if you sell in China, now you don't have to be worried about uh, domestic sales. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the, the shoe brands know that too. So they're yeah. not letting these guys get, I mean, all these guys are going on their summertime shoe tours. So it's Got interesting to. though, like someone like LaMelo Ball, like, you know, who would have thought that, yeah. you know, Puma would make a dent. Uh, you know, back in the brand and uh, Lamella balls, we see a bunch of these crazy color Lamella balls at these tournaments. So, shoes are it right now, uh, and the kids are kind of setting the trend for them. You know what I mean? Like it's that AAU circuit that is yep. kind of that next wave of kids that are, you know, being a majority of the money being spent. So it's big business, man. You got aftermarket dudes redesigning shoes. You can send, you know, already your two hundred, four hundred pair of dollar shoes. Send them to another dude. Pay him another stack and have him change it around for you. Money it's talks. Nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> yep. Well, that's Kick Talks with Moneyline, the only money app you'll ever need. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings, we're going to check odds on favor as we speak to the NBA Sixth Man of the Year. And lo and behold, Yay. the man that everyone was dogging, Yay. everybody was dogging this man. But I came out and said, and people even gave me shit on my post that I feel like if Russell Westbrook rises into that six-man role, he can be six-man of the year. Why not? And has anyone ever been an MVP and a six-man? We might have to stat boy that, but I don't think so. But let's get to it, man. DraftKings odds on favor. Russell Westbrook is a plus 150. Come on, Russ. Followed by Jordan Poole at a plus 280. Mm -hmm. In third place, we have Christian Wood out there in Dallas at a plus 700. Love Bobby Portis's resurgence at a plus twenty five hundred, and then we have Colin Sexton, Ben Matherin, Malcolm Brogdon, and Bones Highland Bones. to round out the field. So, let's talk about Russ talk uh, about right now. Obviously, Lakers struggling as a team, but he's bought into his role and has been very effective at it. And we're seeing happy Russell Westbrook thoughts on uh, Russell Westbrook. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm still. I'm Team Russ Westbrook. I don't play that. I don't tolerate that Russ Westbrook right. hate shit. You know, I'm a Bruin. Uh, I've, I've, I've Russell Westbrook has nothing been kind and nice to me when I spoke mm-hmm. to him. Uh, he makes himself available to play basketball every game. He mm-hmm. doesn't take. I think any, that's one thing, Jalen. I'm not to cut you off, bro. That's ahead. so overlooked Man. in a day and age where dudes will take time. Russ is for fingernail. Russ is in what 13th, 14th season playing upwards of 75 games a season, on, man. if not more. I think that gets lost in, in translation. Yeah, I th- I'm, I'm big on Russell. But I like the I like the, the grace the city has shown him. He's from here. Right. To You know, to take a step back and come off the bench, you know what I mean? I'm glad uh, you, uh, Darvin, put that, you know, manifested that and put that alive because that's something that can really – Make sure the Russ gets his flowers, and I I see people auto correcting now yeah. on the because players are to. pushing back on the Russ hate. You got to man, you got to. I, I, you know I'm a big fan of Russ over here too. You know Bruin family. Yep. You know close with his little brother. I work out with his little brother every morning. Come on now. And again, I'm just happy to see him happy again. Yeah. 
because it was it was tough out here. And like you said, being from here, that's what made it even tougher, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was people really on uh, you know, Russ's head, but for him to be able to turn around and embrace this, um, I think it's been a beautiful thing. Obviously, you know, there's still question marks around that team as a whole, but I think he's definitely embraced his role and I would love to see, you know, they said, you know, James Harden had won a six man and then an MVP. So mm -hmm. you could tell on his come up, but I've never seen anyone no one's ever won an MVP and then adjusted their mindset to win a six man of a year. That's a hard it thing is. to do. A lot of great players couldn't make that adjustment. And this is going to be a dope league. six man of the year race because nobody on here is really no. like on a killer team. No. Mm -mm. So it's going to flip flop. You guys are going to go on good runs. And I feel like this might be the most interesting uh, on the radar we have this year. We're going to have to keep an eye on this because Malcolm Bragdon is going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Bones Highland can potentially be a real problem. Mm -hmm. Bobby Portis is always a great pick for six man of the yeah. year. Now he's getting healthy and getting his minutes back. Mm -hmm. Of course, Jordan Poole. So this is I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep an eye on this one. This is gonna mm -hmm. be interesting. Next up, one of our favorite segments we haven't had in a while, but uh, fan questions. Real Trotter Twelve. What's the biggest heat check you've seen as an opponent or have against an opponent? Uh, or have against you mm. a heat check I've seen some pretty gnarly Kobe heat checks against Dallas when he had that whatever 40 some points or 30 in a quarter like I seen him like a feel like literally past Kobe and he like literally dribbled in front of the field and like shot like one of them Steph Curry logo three-pointers yeah and he did that like the next couple of times down the course so I'm, I'm gonna yeah. probably go with Bean yeah, no, it, it, it's well documented that, that Phil was holding Kobe back on a oh, couple yeah. of historical pace scoring yeah. nights. Yep. Uh, then you look over at, you know, Steve Kerr with Clay, you know, with some of Clay's 60 through three quarters and all this kind of crazy numbers. So I haven't necessarily seen like on the court with players. I think it's more coaches. Facts. <laughs> the heat checking these, the, the players. Messing up the heat. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome underscore AIB or awesome underscore A. Does it make sense to trade AD? <coughs> um, Mr. Barnes. It's a tough question. Yes, um, it is. You know, uh, three years ago we were talking about, you know, him being one of the best players in the world. And obviously injuries have, you know, kept him from, you know, reaching that potential. But then you see the other night where, you know, he had, he'll throw out a 37 and 18 Man. On, 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 a, on a Tuesday. Looking like moving like an yeah. old man. So, but it's, yeah, but that's the thing. Like you see him go up and reach for rebounds and his back issues. So I don't know. Obviously, in that bubble run, he was incredible. Yeah. We, the AD, everyone thought he would be. Uh, but injuries has kept him from being that consistently. You know what I mean? I, I think a lack of kind of want on his side. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you see sometimes him mad that he's not like, you're Anthony Davis, one of the best power forwards, and like you have to get the ball. And everyone has been saying, like, I, and, and this is my thing because we're not there. They've been saying they're ready to hand the keys to AD, but are they really? You know what I mean? And that's what, that's what offense run through That's what everyone, you know, they're, they're yeah. saying that's what it is, but, it, 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 you know, we've been on teams where you hear some and, like, that's not how it is over here. Mm -hmm. It's still so-and-so's team. So mm -hmm. it'll be just interesting to see how this works. Again, Russ is bought into a six-man role. He's excelling in that. Uh, mm -hmm. Braun is year 20. You know what I mean? Right, right now he's hampered by a groin injury. Hopefully he gets better. He's not out too much time. Mm -hmm. And then AD is just... He's the one player I feel like, because I'm such a huge fan of, but like every time he hits the ground, I kind of hold my breath like, that's oh shit, same. is he going to be okay? That you know what right. I mean? So it's a, that's just a, not a good way to live. So um, I hope that he can 
pull it together and they can pull it together. Mm-hmm. I would hate to see this Laker team kind of go down how Kobe's run ended. Oh, uh, yeah. Where Kobe was, you know, so proud and, you know, rode the ship till it sunk. Yeah. Um, you know, I would hate to see that for LeBron because, like I said, we already saw one great half, one great do it. Um, the Lakers shouldn't be the place where legends come no, and die. No, I mean, no, that's not that, that's not the brand. That brand don't work. Yeah, the brand don't work like that. Yeah, so, and to answer your question, should they trade him? No. Yeah. Just think they got to figure out what this is. I mean, the roster is pretty poorly constructed, but you got to make do with what you got. So. I'm interested to see if they trade those two draft picks to try to get something now. Like yeah. I said, you can't. Look, this is year 20. You can't bank on next year being the year. Yeah. Um, so. Or a guy making a big jump from second to third year to first, or yeah. first to second year. Not the way that roster is constructed, like you said. And AD, I mean, maybe, yo, LA is intoxicating, bro. You know, riding around in Bugatti and Rolls Royces and shit with you know six six Cuban links on, you know what I mean? Ain't for everybody at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You can easily put up a quick title up in LA and put your feet up. Cause at the end of the day, you know, he kind of did what he came for kind of early, both him and LeBron. And it's real easy to be put on that purple and gold, and, you know, with all the off court opportunities, you know, you got the, the spread out in Brentwood and some of these places, you know, that's why one thing I respect is about them Miami goons. It says they live well out there, but they still, you know, Barrow still put them through put them through some shit at the end of the day when they get back in the gym. So I know how hard that is to stay focused. Immensely talented player. I hate the fact that I wish he would just ignore the shit. Sometimes when he falls and shit hurts, he always grabs at something or yeah. grabs a bag. The world holds their breath every or, time. Or you know falls. what I mean? I wish like somebody would talk to him and like tell him like ignore the shit. We watched Bean walked off the Lakers court with a Achilles blown Gone. out. Gone. Not even crying or doing nothing, you know what I mean? Going down and knocking two free throws. I think part of his thing is mental. He got to start ignoring this shit. But hell no, nah, he shouldn't trade AD. It's too late. If we was going to do that, we should have did it a long time ago. And no way in hell we training him and getting some. I don't see nobody out there that's going to fix this team. So let's mm-hmm. get him right and finish this year out. Superior underscore Sayi73. Opponent you hated going against the most. Ugh. Fucking ticket. Ticket used to get on my nerves. He's talking mm-hmm. shit. He getting the ball every time and shit. They running that 452 twist shit and he getting all them screens and shit. And then at the time of that, when he catch it, he turned up and he in a full lather with his eyes <laughs> bugging. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, I just have I've had opportunities to start against him. Then I have to have opportunities to come off the bench when this motherfucker's already, already going. Cooking. And that's the, you know how that is. When you come in off the bench and you like this motherfucker's in a full lather and already cooking. What you want me to do with this? He done already ran off eight on him. You know what I mean? Now he's gonna run by you know, by proxy, because you're gonna come in, you're gonna try to get a little bit more physical, you're gonna foul him, he's gonna go to the line. You know how that shit is, but uh, ultimate competitor, I would say between him and Antonio McDice, McDice was annoying. Nice. He's just annoying. He's a 6'10", 40-inch run. He got a wetter over the right shoulder, and you in Denver with the altitude, and your lips is turning white by the minute, catching up with the mm. dude. So between those two dudes from my position, I would say, like, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it because I'm, I love competition, right. but it was like this shit was going to be annoying. Yeah. You know, I, I, that was my thing. I mean, every single night, that was my job was to guard the best player, so yeah. I definitely didn't hate it. I, I ran to it. Um, but obviously there was motherfuckers out there, you know what I mean? There's there's Cove, there's T Mac, there's Paul, there's Tracy McGrady, there's LeBron, there's Kevin Durant, there's D Wade, there's Ginobili. Come on, man. 
You know what I mean? I'm sure. You I'm having to play one there, through three there, too. There's Ray Allen. There's just guys that. That's what it was. So I mean, to me, we I wouldn't say hate it. I, I would say love it. I mean, that's why I played. I embraced that. Uh, but every night it was. So many different styles too. Oh, going yeah. to doing the same thing like a yeah. thirty. You got two thirty-point scores. Way different games. Way different game. One mellow. Slow. I didn't even I forgot to say mellow. I mean, it's just yeah. yeah. Everyone had their own. Like it wasn't. Not that this is a copycat league by any means, but like I said, all different styles. Everyone got their buckets different ways. So the league is a shit. Don't get it twisted. Even that sixteenth dude on the bench yeah. is called mm-hmm. Hasim Burhanu. There you go. That wasn't bad, man. That sounds good. I see, I see. I got you, Doug. I see, Berhanu. Why isn't anyone mentioning De'Aaron Fox killer start to the year? You know, you see me all over ESPN. I've been promoting the shit out the Kings. The Kings actually been getting love on ESPN. De'Aaron Fox came on NBA today. We talked about them yesterday on the segment. So uh, he's taking a big leap, and I'm happy for him. You know, this kid came in the game a 20-point a game score, yeah. uh, quickly established that. But to me, I was looking for that with that next step in this game, and I think he's starting to take that this year from a leadership role, a defensive role for sure. I think he could be an all-NBA defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ability to get guys the ball when where they need it, well, especially with this the roster they have. They have such a good shooting team now mm-hmm. that are only open up the court for him. So, man, shout-out De'Aaron Fox and the Kings. Uh, the Mike Brown, these guys have bought in. Uh, this team is definitely heading in the right direction, man. So really happy for him. I think he could be a first-time All-Star if his team can keep pace mm-hmm. um, somewhat. So really happy for him. Beam the light. What's that shit they're it's doing the inside? It's, it's the, the purple beam. beam. It's the, the ultra beam. light yeah. beam. The, the purple beam got him they cracking. Say, they say you can see that from outer space. You dig. And he's playing, so. he playing out of his mind nah. in the Astro Belt. So. King's got a big game tonight. Uh Versus KD in the net, so we shall see. It's on TNT too. I can tell you that like the last TNT game was probably the Web era. Yeah, they had a TNT game since Gino had hair, so it's it's. Hey, we back sack town on TNT, but Gino hair ain't coming back, man. No, it's gone for life. Well, that's a wrap, man. What's burning again? Sending love to our brother Stephen Jackson. We love you. We miss you. Condolences to the family. We will be seeing you soon. But you can catch this on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, at TikTok, at Show Basketball. We'll see y'all next week. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? their year you already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted pure entertainment don't miss one minute of the action tune into the nba playoffs on espn and abc got my prevnar 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect i'm 19 strong and asthmatic and at higher risk get vaccinated but but nothing when grandma speaks grandson listens 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma diabetes or chronic heart disease or 65 plus you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia continued approval may depend on a supportive study don't get prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.
PrevNAR20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with PrevNAR20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 